0: Thank you for coming in. I am the Oscar Doctor. Please take a seat in our waiting room. This episode we will be talking about the past couple events that are shaping up our awards season. Yesterday, we had the Critics' Choice Awards, and they declared their winner for Best Picture. We also had the Directors Guild announce their nominations. We also had the BAFTA Awards announce their nominations this past week. And also, the previous weekend, we had the Golden Globe Awards. So I will be talking about how all of those things are shaping up our awards season, and we're going to try our best to predict the best picture at the Oscars. All right, well, thank you for waiting. Let's get right down to it. The Oscar nominations are coming out in a few weeks. Today is January 12th, 2018. A lot has happened this past week to kind of, we can see the best picture race really shaping up now and like i've previously said in my podcasts that the three big films to be looking out right now are three billboards lady bird and <clears throat> get out now this past weekend were the golden globe awards and they aren't while they're not the best to really predict who's going to win best picture. It is notable that because it's the first awards ceremony during this awards season, and it's one that is watched by a lot of people, whoever they pick tends to be looked at as the front runner. And sometimes that's not where you want to be. Sometimes being the front runner can result in a backlash, and it can actually hurt your chances to win Best Picture at the Oscars. So this year, we had three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, that won for Best Drama, and Lady Bird won for Best Comedy. Now I would say, because those are two out of the three movies that had a lot of momentum going into the Golden Globes, I would say maybe... It's easy to say that maybe Three Billboards and Lady Bird are now tied, but more importantly, Three Billboards seems to really have separated itself from Lady Bird and Get Out because of, first of all, this win was huge. It was not favored to win the award that night. Guillermo del Toro won for Best Director, um, and there was a lot of love for The Shape of Water at the Globes. So The Shape of Water was actually favored to win the Best Picture Drama at the Globes, but three billboards won it. In addition to that, uh, Frances McDormand won for Best Actress over Sally Hawkins of Shape of Water. And three billboards actually also won for screen pro- Screenplay, I believe. So it, And Sam Rockwell won over the favored Willem Dafoe. So, needless to say, there there was a lot of love for three billboards at the globes, and because of these surprises, it's now the front runner for best picture. My statistics, though, show me that since the preferential voting has begun in two thousand nine for the best picture of the Oscars, only five of the nine years that the Golden Globes picked the best picture winner. It, it was the same for the Oscars. So there were nine years since they, the Oscars turned into the preferential voting for Best Picture. And of those nine years, only five Golden Globe winners ended up winning Best Picture. And that's only a 55% um, right there. So, like I said, you know, look at this however you want to. It's not the best predictor, but like I said, it's notable that... It is important in this Oscar race. Last year, Golden Globes picked Moonlight to win. Although they had Moonlight win drama and La La Land with one comedy musical. Those were the two movies at the end of the year. It did pick Moonlight to win. So, we'll see what that does. Like I said earlier this week, there were the DGA nominations at the Directors Guild of America. This is... A pretty important guild and an important predictor to who might win best picture the nominations that they chose were Dunkirk Get Out Lady Bird, The Shape of Water and Three Billboards this is significant because there was, there was a lot of directors up for this award or up for these nominations they're, they're only going to choose 5 and I think my count was like there's a Possible eight or nine that could that could easily receive a nomination here. I knew Nolan for Dunkirk would get in. I knew Guillermo del Toro for Shape of Water get in. And I am I was pretty sure that McDonough for Three Billboards was going to get in. I was not sure about Greta Gerwig and Jordan Peele for their films Lady Bird and Get Out. And that would have been significant if they weren't nominated because no movie has won best picture without receiving a dga nomination since driving miss daisy in 1989 and if you want to go what was the film that was that won best picture without a dga nom before driving miss daisy like i can't even remember it probably would be i would say driving miss daisy is likely the only movie in the past like i don't know 50 plus years to win Best Picture without a DGA nomination, so that's how significant this was to receive a nomination. Um, so, like I said, I was very pleasantly surprised that Lady Birds, Greta, and Jordan Peele's uh, Get Out. I was surprised they got in, but I was very happy because that means that they are still, you know, one, two, and three right here. We have three billboards: Lady Bird and Get Out. Those are still my one, two, and three for Best Picture. Although The Shape of Water is right on those movie's uh, tails, but like I've said before, The Shape of Water missed out on the SAG ensemble nomination, which is really strange because The Shape of Water is definitely an ensemble cast. So without that SAG nomination, La La Land did not receive a SAG nomination last year too. And nobody really thought that was a big deal because, oh, La La Land, you know, wasn't really an ensemble movie. Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling, it was their show. So it really wasn't really eligible for a SAG nomination. And, you know, after La La Land lost, everyone went back to that guild. Look at the SAGs. La La Land was not nominated. The SAG is definitely the biggest branch of the Academy. So maybe that's where we should be looking at lot more and since the SAG did not nominate The Shape of Water it's going to be a really uphill battle for Shape of Water to win Best Picture if it does. Alright let's move on to the Critics Choice Awards that were last night. They, um, They nominate I think 10 nominations for their Best Picture and the winner went to The Shape of Water so like I said there is a lot of love for The Shape of Water and they are doing really well in this awards circuit. Again, my only thing is that it didn't get the SAG nomination, so that's going to really hurt it. So my statistics show here that since 2009, when they changed to preferential voting, out of the nine Best Picture winners, the Critics' Choice Award for Best Picture matched up with the Oscars Best Picture 6 out of the 9 times. So that is a 67%. So that is better, a better predictor than the Golden Globes, because it was six out of the nine instead of five out of the nine, and Golden Globes gets to pick two movies for their best picture, so I guess Shape of Water is, you know, Shape of Water ended up beating out movies like Three Billboards, Lady Bird, and Get Out, so should we start taking this movie really seriously, maybe? You know, I'm looking at the past winners of the Critics' Choice Awards, and La La Land won last year, obviously lost Spotlight won the year before, won Best Picture. Boyhood won in 2014 that lost to Birdman. Then you had 12 Years of Slave, Argo, the artist, that won all one best picture. So it is a toss-up, but we have to remember that the critics do not vote on Best Picture at the Oscars. It is merely the academy. The professionals and the members that make up the Academy are people that just work that that are involved in making movies. Whether you're an actor, a director, a cinematographer, hair, makeup, all those people are voting on Best Picture, not the critics. So sometimes there is a there's a division between what the critics believe is the best picture of the year and what the Academy believes is the best picture of the year. Um, so yeah. So take it for whatever it means to you, but I wouldn't put too much thought into this just because these are the people not voting. The DGA is still, in my opinion, one of the biggest predictors, and that's why I went over that. Now, one more that I want to go through before I end this episode are the BAFTA Award. These are basically the British Oscars. Now, they only... They still only nominate five movies for their best film of the year, unlike the Oscars that expanded from either five to ten, and most likely it's going to be eight, nine, or ten. So the five films that the BAFTAs chose for their best picture of the year were Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. This is very, very significant. This might be the most significant thing so far out of the race, out of the nominations at least, because notably, we have omitted, or the BAFTAs have omitted Lady Bird and Get Out for their best film of the year. Now, yes, to be fair, just like the Golden Globes and just like the Creators' Choice Awards, The BAFTAs are not the Oscars. They don't have the same voting members. But statistically, they have the same as the Critics' Choice since 2009 when the Oscars changed to preferential uh, voting. Out of the nine Best Picture winners at the Oscars, six of those winners were Best Picture at the BAFTAs. So it still has a 67% going for it. But what's really, really key, and I cannot cannot say this with enough power, is that Lady Bird and Get Out were not nominated here at the BAFTAs. The last time a film won Best Picture at the Oscars without receiving a BAFTA nomination was 2004, when Million Dollar Baby won Best Picture but was not nominated for a BAFTA. That is a significantly long time. That is... 14 years since that happened so in my opinion that is hurting Lady Bird and Get Out's chances tremendously maybe even so much that now because of that I would say The Shape of Water has as good of a chance as Lady Bird and Get Out at the moment to win Best Picture still three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri is the clear front runner it is the film that has been receiving all the right nominations, it got the BAFTA, the, the editing, the ACE, DGA, the PGA, the SAG. It wasn't nominated for the WGA, the Writers Guild, but it wasn't eligible, so we can't mark that against Three Billboards because I guarantee you Three Billboards, that script will be nominated for a Best Screenplay Oscar, so we have to just kind of let that slide. It was a Critics' Choice nomination. It was an AFI Top 10 film. It won the Golden Globes. Three Billboards is easily number one right now. Now let's look at the next three movies. Like I said, before it was Lady Bird and Get Out. Lady Bird won the Golden Globes. It was nominated for SAG, WGA, PGA, DGA, and The Ace. But it didn't get the BAFTA. Get Out is the exact same thing. It was nominated for The Globe, SAGs, PGA, WGA, DGA and the Ace, but no BAFTA. So it's missing that one major one. Even though it's still not a guild that makes up the Academy, it did not receive a BAFTA, and it's been 14 years since a feat like this was possible. The Shape of Water, I will repeat myself, might be a little, like slightly, just like a feather behind Get get out and Ladybird, because the last time a film won Best Picture that wasn't nominated for a SAG, that was you know over 20 years ago. So you can compare a little bit over 20 years, compared to 14 years since something like this happened, I would still put them all in the same group right now. They are favorites, but not the front runner. So right now, from what I'm looking at, we have We had Three Billboards, Shape of Water, Lady Bird, and Get Out. Those are four definite Oscar Best Picture nominations. I truly believe that Call Me By Your Name will get there too. I truly believe that Dunkirk will get there as well. So those are six. Six out of a possible ten. Now, whether there's going to be eight, nine, or ten nominations, I have no idea. But... I think the next movie in line to receive a nomination would be The Post. The Post has been hit or miss. It got a PGA. It got an ace. But it has completely blanked on SAG, WGA, DGA, and BAFTA. So I think The Post has a better chance than movies such as *The Darkest Hour or Disaster Artists or Florida Project again. But you never know. The Post might slip. But I really, I mean, come on, War Horse, Steven Spielberg's War Horse got an Oscar nomination that year. And I mean, I haven't seen The Post, but War Horse was not that good of a movie. And The Post has some really high caliber, talented actors. And, you know, it's a team behind that film is humongous. So I can't imagine The Post not being nominated, especially when War Horse was nominated that year. So, those are seven films, and again, whatever else makes up the last two or three could be anything. You know, we could very well see Mudbound in there. We could very well see Itania, because Itania has been doing really well, actually. It got a WGA, a PGA, and an Ace Eddie Award uh, nomination, and it was also nominated for Golden Globes. So, Itania has definitely been, you know, hanging around. Um, Like I said, there's Florida Project, there's Mudbound, there's Molly's Game. These are all films that have the possibility of getting in. Even The Big Sick. The Big Sick received a SAG nomination, WGA and PGA nomination. So three out of the big four guilds, The Big Sick was able to nail it. So I would not be surprised if The Big Sick gets a Best Picture nomination as well. And I really, really hope it does because it was my favorite movie of the year but like i said based on all of the nominations that were released this past week and the golden globe winners and the critics choice winners it's up in the air right now but three billboards is still the front runner shape of water ladybird and get out is the uh, they are the basically second tier films and, you know, that does it here for me. I am the Oscar Doctor. Thank you for listening. Thank you for stopping by. This is a separate segment off of the Popcorn and Pop Culture podcast. You can find these podcast episodes or any Popcorn and Pod Pop, cor- pop Culture podcast episodes on iTunes, anywhere where you get uh, podcasts on your iPhone or your tablets you know, I use an app called Podcast Addict, and it's really, really good. It works really, really well for my Samsung and my Android, and that's how I listen to all my podcasts. So yes, thank you for listening, and we'll see what happens next week when some more more things come out. And uh, I think we still have about two weeks or one and a half weeks before the oscar nominations are announced so i will definitely make my predictions closer to that time thank you for listening i am out